Welcome to the Seven Hills Church Podcast with Marcus Mika. We're excited you're here listening as Pastor Marcus is about to bring an incredible teaching that is sure to inspire, motivate, and lift you up. You can visit us on our website at sevenhillschurch.tv or download our free Seven Hills Church app to watch or listen to more exclusive content. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you enjoyed the message. expressed it in many ways, um, but from my heart to you, God bless all the mothers who are here. Um, I want to talk to you today, hopefully in a way that would honor you towards the end of the message a little bit, about the important presence of a mother, the important presence of a mother. If you've got your Bibles, you can turn with me to Luke chapter 15, and I'm going to briefly skim over this just because I know we have family plans today. Uh, It's the famous Bible story of the prodigal son. Now, if you've been around church in any way, you would know that this is one of the, if not the, it's one of the top Bible stories. And it's one of the top stories for a reason. It's a beautiful story of restoration, of hope. It's a great story of second chances. Shows us how God embraces us after our failures, after our mistakes. And the scripture begins to show us that The son comes to the father early on and he wants an inheritance. He's focused on this inheritance. The father gives it to him. He's not ready for it. So the Bible says he runs, lives his life, wastes all of the inheritance on a crazy lifestyle, a life of sin. So much that it bankrupts him, not just financially, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. He hits rock bottom comes to his senses, comes back to his house just with the hopes that maybe he would be able to serve, just be a servant somehow in his father's house. And the father comes out, runs, embraces him, puts a robe on him, puts a ring on him, kills a fatted calf, throws a huge celebration. And as you read the story, the emphasis, of course, is on the father. But interestingly enough, you never see the presence of a mother in the story. My question is, where is the prodigal's mom? Why is she not mentioned at all? Why is she non-existent? And where is the mom in this picture? I cannot help but wonder what might have been different in the story if the mother had been present. Would the mother have been there to talk sense into the dad saying, what are you doing giving him all that money? You know he's not ready for it. You crazy? No, he can't have nothing. No, don't give him anything. Would she have been there at the gate saying, you're not going anywhere. Get back to your room. You're not leaving this house. Would she have ran after him and found him in the first club or bar or crack house or whatever he was doing would she have found him ran him down and said this is not where you belong this is not your future this is not what I raised you to be like would she have been there in the pig pen to say listen you got to get up from this God's got better things for you we'll never know really because we know in the story the mother is absent one of the greatest presidents in U.S. history Abraham Lincoln claimed All that I am or hope to be, I owe to my mother. 
He's saying, when you look at my life and you look at my accomplishments and you look at how my influence helped shape a nation, I want you to know I did not do it alone. There was the important presence of a mother that was in my life. What would have Abraham Lincoln's life had been like if a mother was not present? Would we even know his name? Would our country be what it is today had there not been a mother present in his life? It's clinically proven that a child without a mother faces deep and negative emotional issues. In an article titled The Effects of an Absent Mother Figure, C. Giles claims that without the mother, a child is prone to face low self-esteem, antisocial behavior, emotional problems, juvenile delinquency. It also produces trust and boundary issues and may cause a motherless individual to have difficulty forming healthy adult relationships. In short, our lives are lacking without the presence of a mother. In case you don't know it, by our presence today, moms, we need you. We need you to realize today how valuable you are, not just to your family, but to this church and really to the world at large. The Bible goes to great extent to talk about your worth. Proverbs 31 and verse 10 says, Who can find a virtuous woman? Her price is far above rubies. Proverbs 31, 28, Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband will also praise her. This passage here speaks of not just any woman, it's speaking specifically of a mother. We know that Proverbs is written by the wisest man that's ever lived, King Solomon. He opens up the book of Proverbs by talking about his father, who we know as King David. But if you read through Proverbs and you read the wisdom and you read the insight and you think about the life of Solomon and you think about how he was a great king, he was a great leader, how he was a great influence in his generation, it's easy to overlook the idea that Solomon's mother was very, very present. The Bible says in 1 Kings chapter 2 that Bathsheba actually came to Solomon as he was reigning and leading and she came into his presence to ask a favor of him for his brother and as she enters his presence she's trying to I guess come and approach his throne like anybody else and he immediately pulls her up reverses the scenario bows down to her calls all of his people to build a throne right beside his throne and the bible says solomon seated his mother at his right hand in other words what solomon was saying to his mom is everything that i am all the wisdom all the influence all the accomplishments in my life all the people that you see coming and going based on my authority all that that you see this success mom i know it's because of you and you're not beneath me he placed her right beside him in his kingdom. And Solomon went on to say, if you want to know what the value of a mom is like, she's compared to rubies. A ruby is mentioned as one of the 12 precious stones that God created initially in the creation account. A ruby is called the Lord of all the gems. It was in Aaron's breastplate and represents the tribe of Judah, God's tribe of praise. In ancient times, it was valued to be greater than that of even diamonds. Up until the 16th century, rubies were valued eight times higher than any other stone. And the Bible says if you want to know what the value of a mother is, 
Solomon is saying, if you want to know based on my wisdom, if you want to know what the value of a mother is, I want you to go and find the most valuable thing you can think of. I want you to think the most precious, priceless item that you can imagine. And now what I want you to do is I want you to set a mother's value even higher than that that you can think of that's priceless. And he uses rubies to say a mother is higher in value than even the rubies. The Bible doesn't stop there. It continues to go into mothers talking about them over 245 times. The Strong's Concordance says that the word mother literally means the bond of the family. In other words, a mother in her place, her presence is the adhesive that keeps the family together. Without the mother in her role, in her place, the family is likely to spin out of control and fall apart. So what does a mother do? Not just in the Bible, but if the Bible doesn't show you her value, I decided to ask Google what a mother does. She is a personal chef a head cheerleader, a housekeeper, a taxi driver. She's judge mom. She has daily court appearances. She's a hairstylist, the bedwetting patrol, the keeper of secrets, the food tester, the family therapist, the errand runner, the laundry expert, the janitor, the teacher, toy repair service, finance manager, refrigerator, art director, potty trainer, search and rescue patrol, lifeguard, daycare provider, personal assistant, wardrobe stylist, personal shopper, PTA representative, play date coordinator, birthday events director, scary monster patrol officer, dramatic storyteller, backyard safety patrol, boo-boo fixer, kiss and hugs expert, vacation coordinator and tour guide, PhD in reverse psychology. Come on, somebody. Separation anxiety counselor, seamstress, blanket fort engineer, stain removal expert, bodyguard. Can you imagine this? On top of all of that, mothers work as many as 90 hours a week. Their job description defies logic. They're on call 24-7. And if you're still wondering what the value is, let me hit where I know it hurts, your pocketbook. What if you had to hire a mother? The national average weekly salary for a full-time nanny is $36,660. A regular cleaning service costs $5,200 a year. I'm starting bare minimum. This is bare minimum. If you could get by as cheap as possible, this is what it's going to cost you. If your mom runs errands for you or goes to the grocery store, that's $13,520 a year. If your mom ever cooks or prepares meals, that's going to be $12,480 a year. Right now, we're at about $67,860 a year. If your mom takes care of the finances, that's $3,900 a year. If she does laundry, tack another $1,300 onto that. If she runs you around, a taxi service for around taking you around 10 miles is about $24, not including tip. If she only takes you on six trips a week, which mom, which, what mom has ever taken only six trips a week, that's going to cost you about $7,488. Add to that, all these conservative estimates, you're about $80,548. Now also know you have to offer this job with no sick leave, no paid time off, there's no 401k, All the incentives that somebody under a normal $80,000 a year job would absolutely have. And they're not part of this deal. 
on top of this list, because it falls embarrassingly short, we have to think about the loving kindness, the tears that are shed, the applause that's given and none returned, the drama, the discipline, the shaping of your conscience, the teachings of the lessons in love, the unconditional love that's expressed. What is the price of a mother's love? What, how important is the presence of a mom? Washington Irving wrote it like this. The love of a mother is never exhausted, it never changes, it never tires, it endures through all, in good reputation and bad reputation, in the face of the world's condemnation, a mother's love lives on. Mothers, you are so valuable and we need you. When you think about the life of the prodigal, and we started off talking about how, what would his life have been like if the mother had been present? Of course, we have the example of Mary in the life of Jesus as a parallel to what a mom can mean in the life of somebody. We know that she was a constant presence in his life from the cradle all the way to the cross. We know that Mary was there in John chapter 2 urging Jesus to make the right decision. Mary was there before Jesus ever performed a miracle, ever walked into the calling and the destiny that was on his life. It was Mary that was there saying, come on, you've got this, you can do this. I, I believe in you, do the right thing. There's a void, there's a need. And, and she was there to push Jesus into his first miracle. That was Mary that was there, the mom saying, you've got this, I believe in you. The potential and the destiny is there. The Bible says that Mary had faith in God, that she lived a faithful life, that she took Jesus to church. If you ever look back at your mom and you say, I can't believe she dragged me to church, know that Jesus's mom dragged him to church and he grew old and said, I keep going because it's the custom, a custom that his mom raised him in. That's a valuable, valuable thing, whether you enjoyed it or not. Proverbs chapter one and verse eight says, do not forsake your mother's teaching." 1 Timothy 1 and verse 5 says, When I called to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you, I saw it first in your grandmother Lois, and then it was in your mother Eunice. And God raised Timothy up to be one of the great early church fathers. And Paul, the great apostle, said, It's because of the faith that was in your mom and your grandmother that found its way into you. So when you think about the prodigal son, what he must have been missing out on, when you think about how his life could be different if the presence of a mom was there, you're beginning to catch a glimpse of the important presence of a mother. You're beginning to see how many people find themselves in the emotional pig pens of life, the spiritual pig pens of life, how they run and chase after everything imaginable. And many times it's because they don't have a mom, a spiritual, praying, loving mom saying, you're not going that way, not without my prayers, not without my faith, not without me fighting, not without me loving, not without me standing toe to toe with you saying, I see something greater in you than the direction you're heading. We know Mary was like this with Jesus. The Bible says in Luke 2 that as Jesus was found missing for several days, Mary was chasing, going down the city streets, knocking on doors, going from home to home, from business to business, looking for Jesus. He had been missing. The amber alerts had gone off. He was gone, nowhere to be found. Days Mary is looking. 
Joseph, if he was anything like the prodigal's father, probably would have said, just forget it. He's 12. He'll figure it out. This will make a man out of him. Just let him go. Let him learn the hard way. Not Mary. She's like, nope, not my boy. And she tracked him down to the temple. Mary searched him out. The prodigal had no mom to search him out. The prodigal had no one to say, I'm going to go after you and find you. But Jesus did. And when his mom found him, he was about his father's business. I think there's something about the presence of a mom that pushes us into the purposes of God in our life. You see Mary standing at Calvary when everyone else deserted him. Everybody that was there during the miracles, everyone that was there during the blessings, everyone that was there when he was at the height of his ministry and popularity, everyone that gathered in those times, they're all now gone. They've forsaken him, but not Mary. She's there during his torturous death on the cross. Of the 11 last words that Jesus would speak, he would take six of them and give them specifically to his mother. The weight of the world's sin is on his shoulders, working through this death on the cross. He's paying the price, working on the salvation of mankind, but he makes sure in those moments that his mom is going to be looked out after. John says it like this, that Jesus saw his mother, the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, and he said to his mom, Woman, behold your son. And then he said to his disciple, behold your mother. And from that hour on, the disciple took her to his home. See, we'll never know what the life of the prodigal might have been with a strong mother. We don't have that privilege. But what we do have is all throughout scripture, pictures of families with the mom that was present. And we have pictures of families where the mom was absent. And in most cases, you find even if the father is spiritual without the presence of a mom there, the wheels will fall off of the family in some way or another. We could go through Bible story after Bible story. I'm not for the sake of time, but we could go into the Old Testament. People like Eli and Nadab and Abihu, the presence of a mother is not there. But who takes this place? Samuel, because Hannah, the presence of a mom. There's just something powerful and important about the presence of a mom in the family. If you're in a crisis, there's something about having the presence of a mom. If you're heading in the wrong direction, having the important presence of a mom can change everything, not just in your life, but for generations to come. So how valuable is a mom? What is she worth? She's priceless when she's present. Mom, your children need you. Your family needs you. Your home needs you. Your church needs you. This world needs you. And I took this message to say everything I just said to make it clear that you are valuable. And if you're trying to figure out how valuable you are in a world that's not maybe placing the value on you that should be there, find the most priceless, valuable thing that you can and now place your value even higher than that. And that's what you mean to, this, to your family and to the people that matter to you. And we honor you this Mother's Day.